roller coaster ride is kinda over. We're at yes. least at a stopping point. Do roller coaster rides have like little bathroom breaks in between? Sometimes, you know, like you're going up and down and around and then yeah. especially the older ones, they kinda like slow down for a little bit. I think we're there. End of the regular season and the Illini coaster is uh pulling into the, the station at the moment. How long will the ride last? At this point, no one has any idea as the Illini really embodied the roller coaster in today's game against Purdue. A really bad first half. Not so bad second half. Almost pulling off a 24-point comeback against the Boilers. I'm Andy Olson. He's Brett Barons. This is the WCIA 3-in-1 podcast. Illinois Falls 76-71 to the Boilermakers in the season finale of the 2022-23 regular season. And Brent, this was a high-level college basketball game, which I tweeted out, did not anticipate saying that about the game in the first half, where Illinois yeah. goes into a halftime down 20 points. Well, it was high-level for Purdue in the first half. Correct. They were up 47-26 at the break. And Illinois, once again, just digging itself in these holes. It's, it's really just the story of the season. And the roller coaster ride, and, and like we've talked in detail on this pod many a time, not just a game from game to game, but half to half. Flip the script in the second, outscoring Purdue 45-29 in that second half. And tie it up at 67 with a couple of minutes left. All things looking good for the Illini, but mm-hmm. then they really fumble it down the stretch, missing three out of the last four free throws. Uh, outside of a Luke Goody three there at the end, uh, and one free throw from... Uh, they Look, they did not handle the in-game moments well. No. Uh, f- after getting down 24 with about 18 minutes left to play, and it look, just looked like Purdue would really ride this thing out. Um, you know, give Illinois credit, but like it's, it's kind of more than just like give Illinois credit because I feel like fans are tired of that. Like, this just is what it is. This is what this team is, and they they can't figure it out a lot of times on how to come out and play well. Down eleven, nothing to start the game. It was an RJ Melinda's free throw at the end there. Um, yeah, but like, hey, why don't you not get down eleven, nothing to start the game? You know, um, and yet here we are trying to figure out and talk about this team. And I asked Brad Underwood afterwards, like, who have been the people that have sparked these runs you know who who are the guys that are stepping up and then why are you making these runs and it leads and begs the question well why are you getting behind to have to make a run i mean it all kind of fits together and you know, it is what it is illinois is a 20 and 11 team they did they underperform at 11 and 9 in the big 10 i don't know i just think, think they're about, an average team you think about all the close games though sure. that, that they had iowa maryland's now you add in Purdue to the Indiana. Yeah. Um, Close losses on the road that they couldn't. Yeah. Those are all road games they lost. Correct. You know, and you, you, winning on the road is hard in the Big Ten. But you think about how close those are, and you flip some of those games, and Illinois would be Big Ten champion if you flip all of those five-point games. Yeah, all of them for sure. Like, win, find a way to win a couple of more. Yeah. You know, and you're in that conversation of playing on Friday for the four year but they're going to be playing on thursday for the first time in the big 10 tournament since 2019 and just kind of is what it is i mean like they're they're an average team they have moments even within a game where you think they're very promising and 
talent shines through, and then they have moments in a game where it's head scratching. And what is this team? How about Coleman Hawkins' performance on Zach Eady, holding him to minus ten on the day, seventeen points total, which I did not think was going to even be a possibility. Holding Zach Eady under twenty, especially with the way Illinois has typically performed against big men uh, in the Big Ten, so the fact that Hawkins was able to do what he was that he did, incredible in its own right, and then he says after the game that he didn't even want to play him the way that like he. Wanted to play him harder than what he did. He he thought that he was didn't play to the best of his ability against. Him. Yeah, I just I don't think he felt like he could defend him how he wanted to because of the foul disparity. And Holman said after the game, and he's getting a little bit of heat on Twitter, and just make it makes yeah. him look in a sense like he's whining, which I don't think that was his intent. I think he's just stating a fact that like people get ref differently, and he was comparing it to Kofi, and I tend to agree with him in that. I mean, Kofi used to get hacked and get called and uh today I don't, I don't know that zach like got the beneficiary of a, a ton of calls like that's not how i fit from that lens Coleman certainly did but you know for him to play uh 29 minutes from literally the one to the five he was running the point in the second half at times he was guarding Edie on the other side of the court and for zach to, if you would have told me before the game like Edie's only going to score 17 points and grab six rebounds i would have said illinois is probably game yeah. or at least having a chance to win late and they did have that chance um you know but it's it's a tough assignment it's a tough draw for coleman i i do think this is why though he's getting the draft board buzz that he is is because he can defend like you, he's showing that versatility now he's got to make some more shots i think that's the next step for him you know to go two for five he hit one three in the game but like you know, his line is six four six, six assists, six points, four rebounds. You know, I mean, like against one of the best big men in the country, oh, and probably the Big Ten Player of the Year. I don't, I don't know if that's really a debate at this point. Yeah, Probably it's going to be Zach Eady. You know, I, I thought Coleman was really impressive in that area, and and he's had a lot of these games now where he just defends his tail off. No matter what he does offensively, he's so valuable on the court. The dude logs the most minutes almost every game. Illinois. It's now set in stone. We'll play Penn State round three against the Nittany Lions in the Big Ten tournament. This just in uh, as we tape. That's right. With the Indiana over Michigan. Doesn't matter what happens in the last two games as we tape this. Illinois uh, is the seven seed. Penn State is the opponent. 5.30 on Thursday. Oh. First time that Illinois has played on Thursday since... 2019 so three well, they years. started on wednesday they that did year. that year correct yeah they made it to thursday that year they do get the single pie uh this time around uh but right we saw in the last two games uh against penn state this year for illinois not a great matchup for the Atlanta. i do you th- I, I don't know have they learned anything in the time since those games that uh things are going to go differently for the third time well i mean they learned defensively from that Point to now uh, with multiple games in between you got to double their best player figure out yeah. a way to stop Jalen Pickett for Penn State Andrew Funk a three-point shooter for the Nittany Lions that really hurt Illinois here in Champaign you know look we'll see uh, hard to beat a t- team three times right it Indiana is season. that's what they say that's what they say that's what they yeah, say you know it's it's what they say so uh 
We'll see about that. That lines up then the seven ten with the two seed, two seed, which I believe is locked into me Indiana, Indiana right now. So let's Purdue win the state of Indiana, holding down the Big Ten. Purdue with yeah. the outright Big Ten championship. Indiana finishing three games back. And remember, Indiana was the preseason favorite yeah. to win the. So they're three games back. Really close there. I mean, what Illinois is one game from second. Start of the day chance to finish anywhere from second to nine they end up seven so you know look i love it like i want to see how they defend jalen pickett i mean that's what it comes down to who do yeah. they put on them they can scheme something up they're going to have multiple days here to look at it and try and figure it out uh before they get to that thursday matchup so that's going to be fun yeah you know the fact that illinois was right there to beat purdue um i I think probably backs up their claim after the game that they feel like they're playing their best basketball right now. And that's what Luke Goody said. That's what Coleman Hawkins says. Brad Underwood had alluded to the same thing. Uh, You go back to the Indiana game. Really, their worst game that they played down the stretch was against Ohio State in Columbus. I don't know what to make of that one, but it seemed like every other game, double overtime against Michigan. Today's game against Purdue they're not the same team that they were at the beginning of the Big Ten that started 0-3. We're wondering if the sky's falling. Uh, and, <laughs> and I think they have the capability to go out there and beat any any of the teams in the Big Ten in the tournament. Now, will they? That's a different question. I think they have the capability to do so, especially the way they're playing right now. Yeah, I do. I, like, Look, I'm not going to say they're playing their best ball because I think the UCLA win, yeah. Texas win, may have been the best of this team. Seals. But I do think they're playing maybe the most cohesive well, outside of an 11-0 stretch today where got blasted off the court to begin with. It's it's just the up-and-down nature of this team. It's it's the hot and cold. What are they going to do out of the gate? You know, and then when they play out of the gate, what are they going to do down the stretch? Like I feel like those are the two times. Either this team's terrible at the beginning, getting run off the court at the beginning, mm-hmm. or they're finding a way to not finish down the stretch. Yeah. Oh, and, and that's kind of been the two biggest warts for this team in terms of negative things yeah. now they've shown they can come back and win right beat northwestern they had to rally for that one though you yeah. know after getting blown off the court early so i think they have that potential but how it all comes together I have to wait and see because it's said they're either going to be one and done i feel like or or you know they might be able to make a run here because it would line up with that Penn state rematch and then you get an Indiana rematch. And Hard to beat a team three times. It, it, like, are they going to do that twice? You know, they're going to go knock off a team um, that swept them the regular season twice. You know, like, I feel like that would be the yeah. energy or the motivation that they might need for that. Yeah. You know, and, and look, it wouldn't surprise me if this team played in Saturday's semifinals. Sure. It also wouldn't surprise me if they didn't. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, if they don't play, if they don't even play on Friday, like, you know, the way it's set up right now, like I could see Maryland beating Michigan state. Why not? You mm-hmm. know, and then Illinois getting another chance at a Maryland team on a Saturday. Sure. But also see Jalen Pickett putting up 41 like he did you know, in the game yeah. beforehand and them losing. So that's why you play the game. It, it is fun. We won't talk to you on the 3 and one podcast again until Thursday, but a lot of content on the way between now and then. Your Alana Nation uh, Big Ten tournament special is coming up on Wednesday, not only will we have coverage of the Illini, we'll have some expert picks in the Big Ten tournaments. 
Uh, I will be live up in Chicago. Have to imagine it's going to be a, a nice, big, beautiful background of the skyline in, in that shot. Love it. It's Let's always it. it's always money. Uh, so be sure to look out for that on Wednesday. If you don't watch it live on WCIA at 630, you can watch it afterwards on yourlinonation.com as well in its entirety. That won't be the only one either. We've got some big plans for the NCAA tournament coming up as well. It's going to be a very, very busy next few weeks. Not just for the men's side. The women's side still waiting to see where they're going to get placed in the NCAA tournament after losing in the women's bracket. Uh, going not one and done. They, do, they did win their first game yep. and then bow out on Friday of that tournament. So I think they're about an 8-9 line right now. Personally, I'm hoping for that Stanford trip. There you go. I, I, nice. I could see both of these teams. Be- yeah, I think so too. You know, like I think for Illinois to get to a seven, if, if that's even possible at this point, they, they would have to get to Saturday in the Big Ten yeah. tournament. A lot to be decided in the next few days, Brett. Uh, should be interesting. So be sure to look out for the content as always this week on YourLineNation.com, WCIA on air as well. And if uh, you're looking for more from this Purdue game, we have highlights plus Brett's story from Mackey Arena on our website right now. For Brett, I'm Andy. Thanks so much for joining us on this edition of the WCIA 3-in-1 podcast. And we will talk again on Thursday.